Welcome to a Holy Mess Podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. All right, my friends. So we're going to talk about this more in future episodes. But one of the things that's really on my heart is helping us all to explore and manage and honor and learn from the emotions that we feel. And I know some of us have really big feelings at times. And I know that in society, we've been taught to suppress them or to even curse them or like there's something wrong because we're feeling them. But I don't know. In the last several months, especially, I've been learning more and more how to pay attention to them and how they can actually be indicators of other things going on inside of me that I need to deal with. And so how do we kind of pay homage and honor these places within us? And sometimes I know we can't always trust our emotions or our feelings, but I think sometimes they really can be guides for us and guideposts for us. So I also know that I feel like at times, we feel like if we're feeling anything but positive emotions, we feel like we're doing something wrong or we feel shame about it. And so I kind of want to break that stigma and help us to know that it's okay to feel our feelings. It's okay to wrestle with our emotions. We are not spiritual robots. We are sensitive, emotional human beings that, by the way, God made us this way. Yes, there's some brokenness in there and there's some dysfunction in there. And I, I acknowledge and understand all of that. But you guys, one of the biggest gifts in the last decade of my life that I've realized is learning to care for myself and learning to honor these places that are even hard within me and how sometimes just dealing with those places and understanding them and validating them. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes that is all these places need to help me deal with them. So listen, I know I know when we're triggered and we're feeling so overwhelmed by our emotions. Sometimes we can feel hopeless or even cursed, right? But something I've been trying to change my perspective on the last few years especially is that when I'm triggered or when I'm feeling these big emotions or big feelings about things, that it's actually an invitation to take care of myself and to care for myself more and more. You guys, I used to use my struggles with these emotions or feelings that I had as opportunities actually to pounce on myself and to beat myself up or to just pile on the shame or frustration about myself. But now I'm looking at when things come up, instead of pouncing on myself or being harsh on myself, I'm trying to look at it more of as an opportunity or an invitation to care for myself or an invitation to seek God more and more in these areas. And you guys, to learn better and more healthy boundaries and self-care for myself has been one of the best gifts God has given me. And you guys, I know we've been conditioned to think that self-care is selfish, but truly 
when we care for ourselves, it's one of the most selfless things we can do. And now hear me out, because I feel like when we are caring for ourselves, then we actually have a reserve, a source from within to be able to care better for our families and for those people in our lives. And when we are feeling taken care of at our soul, at our core, I think then it's much easier and we feel so much less resentment when we're caring for others. Okay, so you guys, one of the things that has helped me over the years are different scriptures and different poems and different things that I've read. And if you've spent any time around the podcast at all, you know I'm obsessed with music and how it really speaks to my soul. And so I wanted to share a poem with you along these lines of being able to honor whatever is going on within us. And then I want to share a couple scriptures and a song with you. So this is going to be a pretty short episode, but the poem I wanted to share is The Guest House by Rumi. The poem says, This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Oh my gosh, you guys, this poem. At first glance, I read it and I was like, that's crazy. Like, why would I invite these hard emotions in? Why would I invite these hard things in? Why would I pay honor to any of these hard things that I feel? But the more that I live my life and the more that I work on this spiritual growth and inner healing thing, the more I realize and I take to heart that scripture, count it all joy when we suffer. But you guys, I feel like suffering and hardship and all of these things that we feel at times can actually be our guide to more inner healing. I believe that sometimes our feelings and our emotions, even our struggles with anxiety or depression, they can be indicators of what's really going on underneath the surface. And you guys, when we deal with the things that are actually underneath the surface and not repress them and not deny them and not try to resist them because that doesn't work, right? That's why so many of us medicate and we drink too much or we watch too much Netflix or we eat too much or whatever because we're trying to numb the pain. So what I want to challenge us all to do is to realize again and again that life is 50-50. Even walking with Jesus, you guys, there's some lie within Christianity that we've all been sold that if we walk with Jesus, we shouldn't struggle, we shouldn't have sadness, we shouldn't have anger, we shouldn't have depression or anxiety. And you guys, I just think that's a lie. I think it's a lie from the pit of hell. And I think it's so detrimental to our souls because when we struggle with that lie on top of our other struggles, then it just piles on the shame and it's so hard to break free from. So I just wanted to encourage you, your human struggles, the very things that you sometimes curse about yourself or despise about yourselves, you guys, that's part of the human experience. Suffering and hardship is part of the human experience. I think the thing that we need to do is cling to the fact that we're not forsaken because we struggle or we're not necessarily even doing anything wrong because we struggle. Some of us just need to rest 
knowing that we are not alone in our struggle. And if we can look at these hard emotions or hard things or hard feelings that come up or struggles in life, if we can look at them as even guideposts to help us figure out the deeper thing that's going on or just ways to care for ourselves more, right? If you're struggling with rejection and you're feeling isolated and lonely, I think that can be an indicator to you, hey, maybe it's time to reach out and find a healthy community. And maybe that rejection came from a really dysfunctional, even Christian community that you were in. And I'm sorry if that's your story and that's what you've been through. But when we're feeling those feelings, I think one of the things that we can do is ask ourselves, what could help remedy this? Like, what would actually help? And if the answer is, hey, I'm feeling rejected, so I need to actually reach out to healthy people that can support me and love me and breathe life into me. Oh, my gosh. Pray for those people to show up in your life and be on the lookout for how you can build healthy community to help bring healing to your souls. I have an episode coming out pretty soon. I haven't recorded it yet because it feels so holy and I've been so anxious to get it just right. But I'm realizing now, I think I just need to record it. And if I need to record it over and over again over the next couple of years, that's fine. But I want to share an episode about how community literally brought me back to life. And honestly, community also was such a huge wound. I was hurt so deeply in relationship. I never thought I'd have relationships or friendships ever again. And now I look at my life and I'm like so grateful for that suffering, that pain, because it pushed me into the need. Like I literally, I was either going to die or live based on the community that the Lord built around me and that I partnered with him to build because you guys, we have to take some action to help ourselves in this as well. And so I just want to encourage you, whatever you're wrestling with emotionally or ask yourself, instead of just cursing the emotion or cursing the struggle, what could this be trying to teach you? You know, if you feel crummy around certain people or someone triggers you and makes you feel bad about yourself, maybe that's an indicator that it's time to put up a boundary in that friendship or that relationship. And I know sometimes that can be really, really difficult. But you guys, the Lord gave you yourself first to steward. And so I just want to encourage you, you have permission to steward yourself. You have permission to look at even the hard things going on in your life and asking them, what are you here to teach me? Sometimes when I wake up with anxiety, which is fairly regularly around 3 a.m., 3.13 or 3.33 a.m., if I can catch myself, I'll say, okay, anxiety, why are you here? Like, what, what are you here to teach me? And I kid you not, some of the time, something will pop up that I hadn't thought about that, oh my gosh, I forgot to pay some random bill or, and it was living in my unconscious mind or some other thing will pop up an anxiety with a friend or and I'll start to journal and figure out a way to take some action to ease that issue. But these things that come up, you guys, we really can look at them as guideposts and helps. Now, I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm just saying rather than curse it and rather than resent ourselves for the struggle, sometimes it's really healthy just to realize it's part of the game of humanity. Okay, enough riffing on that. Let me share two scriptures with you and then a song. Actually, I'm going to share the song first. The link will be in the show notes. You guys, this is one of my favorite songs. It's a prayer of mine and it's called The Head to the Heart. 
and it's by United Pursuit. And I'll put a link in the show notes to it, but it's about embracing God's grace and who I am and the love of God and taking it from head knowledge to heart knowledge. And sometimes just being reminded that I want this stuff to penetrate my heart. I don't want to just talk about it and know about it. I want it to actually impact my life. And then I want to share two scriptures with you. This is Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. And this is the Lord speaking. But he said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. And along those same lines, I want to share Psalm 139 with you. This is an oldie but a goodie. And I just want to encourage you with it. Psalm 139, 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You guys, sometimes when we struggle and we feel big emotions or big feelings, sometimes we feel like there's mistakes, like we're a mistake or like we're just missing the boat completely. And I just want to encourage you. Those are two scriptures that you need to get tattooed in the inside of your eyelids, knowing that, man, for such a time as this, like you, you may have been your mom's mistake. You may have been your dad's mistake, but you are not God's mistake. He loves you and he adores you. And even with all your emotions, all your emotions and all your feelings and all the things that you kind of resent about yourself, he loves it all. And so I just want you guys to know that if you're struggling with big feelings and big emotions, man, you're not alone. And just ask yourself, how can these things actually be guideposts? What are they indicators of? And sometimes that can be complicated. I mean, you know, it's one of the reasons why we created this program, The Feel Better Journey, because we walk through it you know, over 12 weeks figuring out and dealing with the stuff that's going on inside of us. But you guys, there's little things that we can do that can really usher in more peace into our hearts and minds. And you guys, that's what this life is all about, encountering more of God and honestly coming home to yourself and figuring out who you are so you can live in the fullness of what this life has to offer you. So I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Father, thank you for my friends. Protect them, watch over them and bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, love you guys. The poem, the verses, and the song will all be in the show notes. And I'll be in touch in a few days. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.